Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number you can call that's 603-283-6160 and i want to ask you are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of the big tech social media sites our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com can set you free. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. And sorry about that, Riley. You had something you wanted to say? I just said I'm tired of the oppressive rules. Yep, on social media yep, sites. Yep, Well, anybody can go to our Mastodon Tadon Instance, I think they call it. Yep. Social.freetalklive.com. So it is Valentine's Day, and I wanted to talk about dating apps because everybody knows that's where true love is formed. Really? Oh, yeah, of course. Wow. <laughs> did, did you meet Ian on a dating app, Bonnie? No. Really? That would have been basically Bonnie impossible. is a financial, I mean, a financial, I was going to say a financial <laughs> advisor, no, a relationship coach. Oh, yeah, I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> I thought for a moment you were going to say she's a financial dominatrix. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I just hold... I cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> I hold all my money over Ian's head. That's that's what we're into. Um, I just think that totally some people have probably met on Tinder and are in love, and I don't dispute that at all. Sure. But I just think it's um, mostly a total waste of time. Well, I think that's maybe not what Tinder's for most of the time. Yeah, but right? there's also like hinges, like expressly Hinge, for yeah, relationships. Yeah, or um, Bumble. I think that's yeah. a, another like more vanilla one. Yeah. Like, um, relation, like actually trying to find relationships. And then there's like the ones that are kind of for like older people. Yeah, like, like um, Match.com. Yeah, yeah. Like the internet, not cell phone based ones. Yeah. Yeah, and... It's it's like I can't judge anyone for using them. I've gotten on them. There's been times in my life where I was just like bored, and especially when I lived in the middle of nowhere, it's like you don't just like easily run into men your age when you live in a town of 150 people in the middle of the desert. So the the only problem is like every time I'd like be like I'm going to see if there's someone out there I want to talk to on Tinder. It's like. 99% of the people weren't even somebody I would like, like just by looks alone or like their bio or whatever. We're just like kind of like the lowest common denominator type people. Like I would always skip so many of them. And um, then like the rest of the people, they just are weird on there. I, I yeah. don't know. Like Utah is um, like the middle of nowhere. Utah <laughs> is a terrible place to like judge all of it off of. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely the middle of nowhere. Utah is it's kind of different than a city or anywhere else in the United but States. But then even in um when I lived in San Antonio like no it's just like not a normal place. I I, I can't say like 
that I, I I'm not trying to judge anyone. I just can't say that like the average person is going to have very good luck on these sites. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Also, the thing to remember is the dating sites are rigged in such a way that 10% well, the top 10% of men are going to be chased by the majority of the women. I don't know if that's really? rigged though, because it's just like there are so many men I was skipping, like a hundred huh. to like one that I was like, okay. not even thinking is hot, but he was like, they're yeah. like not as disgusting as the rest. I hate to say so it. maybe it's yeah. not just looks either. Yeah. It's just like flooded with men maybe. Cause huh. maybe that's, uh, that's probably what Cause I've heard the that's... thing Riley's talking about, but I think it's not the like actual app that's doing it. Okay. I think that's just like the market. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. I, I guess that would make more sense. I mean, here Bonnie's talking about all the people she's swiping left on or whatever, skipping past and, and I guess that the people who are being ignored, the algorithm is saying, oh, well, we don't want to show these people anymore because. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's probably what it is. That's probably why people have said that before. I've heard uh, Jay Noonan's talked about that on the show before, too. Um, I just think that. Well, the other thing is, like, honestly, I kind of do have high standards and it's not really about looks. Like, honestly, I consider myself a person who thinks about looks in men less than like the other other girls around me like i've never had like a celebrity male crush really yeah uh-huh. like i don't just go like oh he's hot it's like there are so many more important aspects to me like uh like in their personality and stuff and the the thing with me is like any little thing would give me the ick so easily like i'd be like i don't like the brand of clothes ew i don't like <laughs> tough like, crowd yeah yeah like my friend who was gay he would watch me and be like you're skipping so many hot guys and it's like okay but he also like did this or that or he's like in the military or just something like there yeah. any little thing could like you don't want a man in a uniform to tell you what to do no well not that one yeah, yeah. not that uniform maybe a firefighter <laughs> Maybe Ian should dress as a firefighter. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why it's so so embarrassing. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I feel like there are definitely people who it's not like I'm saying they just have low standards, but they care more about like looks. I, I don't know. And I think yeah, I guess everybody has their thing that they care about or the thing that attracts them, right? Like I had so many friends who would date like complete losers who were like jerks to them i'm like this guy has no money doesn't have you know like he's completely taking advantage of you but like what like where is the appeal um and i think we just all have our type i guess and sometimes it's really confusing when i see like couples and i'm like this guy sucks like what are you what are you doing with this guy right I, I totally agree there are definitely and some the, people i know that are yeah in and relationships that i don't understand they're probably like well he's hot Right. He's good in bed, like something that is like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's like maybe not being abusive is like more important than how hot somebody is. I think, yeah, I mean, sometimes hot, hot people can be abusive or manipulative or a little weird. And uh, I think it goes back kind of to like the discussion we we're having in the last segment about like just like when you're used to you're like living unconsciously through patterns that uh, mm-hmm. you're programmed when you're a child, oh, yeah. whether it's your parents were in an abusive relationship or just the community you're around, like everything that affected you when you're in the theta brainwave mm-hmm. uh, stage at like zero to six years old could definitely influence who you think you deserve to be around or, or mm-hmm. just who you attract or who is attracted to you. So this is from Reuters. Reuters.com says Tinder and other match dating apps encourage compulsive use. Lawsuit claims. Lawsuit? I know. It's like, why is that? 
suable. Why, yeah. why should anyone be consumed, be able to be sued for, oh, this is encourages, encourages compulsive behavior? Well, no. Yeah. It's just exacerbating compulsive behavior. Yeah, that's actually a good point, Riley. And I think, like, my compulsive behavior is like, that's my problem. Right. Yeah. Why is that Tinder's problem? Yeah, and it's like... Anything that people like can be used compulsively. Like, are people yeah. suing marijuana companies because that's used compulsively? Like, that's just the first thing yeah, came to I mind. Mean, Soda, yeah. you know. Sugar companies. Right. You know, or, or donut shops or coffee shops or things like that. Are they being sued because people drink coffee compulsively to stay awake in the morning? Right. And in the yeah. afternoon. And yeah. For me. <laughs> um, so, let's get into it. It says... Match Group was sued. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Match Group was sued on Wednesday in a proposed class action claiming that its dating apps, Tinder, Hinge, and The League, I've never heard of that one, are designed to addict users, generating more profit for the company rather than help them establish relationships. I mean, I actually have, I, I hadn't thought about it this whole discussion, but I have one like best friend who is with just like the guy of her dreams that is so nice and awesome and the father of her child and they're married now and they met off of, I don't know exactly which one, but one of these match sites. So it's like, wouldn't it be more of the people who use these sites responsibility to learn how to re- establish relationships? It obviously happens. It's, sure. it's not like somehow hinges infringing on their ability to do that. It's just yeah. the people who... Say, oh, it's it's encouraging compulsivity. Are probably the ones who are really compulsive themselves, or are struggling to find love in life. I don't know. Yeah, like I think a lot of people do use those kinds of apps for like just hookups. Yeah, but it's not hard to be. I mean, just be like forthcoming. I, and I think most people, like based on what I see, most people, I would think in like in the the bio, like the description of themselves. They're usually pretty honest if they're looking for a relationship or not. Right. So. And isn't it kind of your responsibility to talk to people and find out if it's true? Like, anybody can lie. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, you could meet a guy at the bar and he could not be interested in, like, a serious relationship or. But he says he is. Or maybe he's going to the bar and compulsively hooking up with chicks. You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Is the bar going to get sued for that? Right. Before I met my girlfriend, Alana, I did use some, I did use Tinder to try to, I didn't find any girls to really talk to, but it was interesting to try and match with people and things like that. You should see them. You think so? (laughs) Well, I already got a girlfriend, so I'm not too worried about Tinder or... or, Yeah, maybe that's what's up with these people who are suing it in the class action uh, lawsuit. Maybe they just didn't get a girlfriend (laughs) and haven't figured out how to do that. Yeah. So they're, they're more upset about it than Riley. It says the plaintiffs said the plaintiffs said matches predatory business model defrauds those looking for love and fearful of missing out with an algorithm that rewards compulsive use on of its platforms and entices them to pay hundreds of dollars a year for subscriptions. That just seems like a good business plan. It does. I mean, you know what I mean. I like, mean if you're gonna pay for a subscription to help you, you know, game the algorithm, why not? Yeah, like this just seems like I would think that any social media thing, you would want to encourage compulsive use kind of to yeah. get more people yeah. active on it for If they longer, were too good right? at matching people, then that's one cus- two customers gone. 
So, oh, so maybe is that the major complaint that they're like purposely not being good enough? But how could that possibly be? Like, I don't understand. How can, yeah, like, how can you, you prove that? Right? You meet somebody on there, you like them. How is Tinder stopping you? Like, you're allowed to immediately start texting. Like, it's not yeah. like on other app, apps. I don't know about like dating apps, but I know on like um, some like Neopets, for example. It's like a kid's website. So if you are like, hey, by the way, just text me on my actual phone number. They'll freeze your account. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Because it's like supposed to be for kids. Like they don't want you to move on. Yeah, they don't want Neopets to be the uh, the yeah. dating website. Okay. But I, I get that because if somebody's like a pedophile or something and they're for, like yeah. poaching for children. Yeah. So I, I can understand that. And it's like, that's not what Neopets is for. Like Neopets right. is to like, yeah. So I understand why and they would have that. And if people don't know what it is, it's like a child's game website that's not just for children it's so freaking fun <laughs> like there's stuff, like disclaimer there's stuff on there that i never even understood as a kid like you can like be in the stock market of neopets and stuff like that really? yeah it's like it's not just for kids and i always think back and i'm like when i was literally seven years old were my neo friends like adults pretending to be my age do you pretend to be like 12 or oh yeah you... you definitely had to be like 13 to play so i guess i did but oh, like, does it say like you're under a certain age? Um, it, you have to put your birthday as something other than what you are if you're under, I think, 13. And I started playing Neopets at seven, so I'm sure I lied. Oh, oh, oh. So I was thinking of the opposite. Okay, so you just have to be a certain age to play. I was oh, yeah. thinking of the inverse. Like, oh. if you're like 27, you have to be like, I'm only 13. No, but I was just thinking, like, because you can message people on there, and I'd be yeah. like, oh, my God, that's my favorite game, too. How are you getting such a high score? Whatever. Oh, yeah, and, and you're like, because this is, like, an adult. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What yeah. if they were adults? That's so creepy. That's a little creepy, yeah. But I only brought this up because I was saying, like, oh, they wouldn't just allow you to be like, hey, by the way, start talking to me on my email. Well, Tinder does. It's not like it stops people from moving on from the chat on tinder you know what i mean so oh, yeah yeah how could i feel like that alone is a defense like the, if you meet someone on there that you like you can start talking to them on your f- telephone number immediately so how could i just don't understand like if you can't take that and make form a relationship how is it tinder's fault I don't understand how they can be sued over this, but we do actually have a caller on the line, Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, have you ever used a dating app on your phone? You know, I, I'm just off the market. I I don't do hardly nothing on the computers, but hmm, I see. I hear that people are crazy about that meeting people on the computer. Huh. So you don't want to meet someone through yeah. the computer. Well, I don't. I don't want to meet anybody because um, I'm just. I'm living with Raymond. That's enough headache to, for me to. I don't need anything else. Yeah, I see. Him. She's not ready to mingle. I just wanted okay. to know if you ever did use one, like, and if you had any success with it. No, I never did. Hmm. But you know what's funny? My my sister met her husband on the computer, and then they hit it off, and they they're still together. It's amazing. Nice. That is pretty amazing. Do you know if it was like Match.com or something else? I don't know what website they were looking like singles website. I don't know. I don't even know what the, if they have to pay or anything. And then they like what each other had to say. I don't know what app that what site they were on, but I'm just kind of bewildered. And they got married and they're still together and they're really happy. <laughs> That's great. Like like I said, I know it's. I didn't want to make it sound like it's not possible or anything like that. I just think 
because I don't know if you were listening, Sarah, but there is a class action lawsuit in there that those um, dating apps, like the ones that you use on your phone to meet people, they're getting um, sued because those people just don't end up finding love as often, I guess. And they're, they're trying to say it's Tinder's fault. I just think it's ridiculous. Well, is it one of those that match, like the people that match you with your uh, personality? There's a website that, that are, um, they actually figure, like, with your political view, your education hmm. level. I don't know if it's one of those. I don't know, but... but no, Tinder's not one of those together. websites. Yeah, Tinder doesn't do that. I'm not sure about Hinge or The League. I don't know if they do that, but I know that's, like, more of a Match.com yeah, thing. Yeah, or eHarmony or something like that. Yeah, I forgot about that Yeah, one. eHarmony and stuff like They actually met you by, by your personality type, right? How often you want to be with somebody, whether you're a... Because a person, or you like a lot of time to yourself, uh, that, hmm. whether you want children, you don't want kids, you don't want to be matched up like that. So, yeah, Interesting. Those are like e-harm. I wonder if those are getting better with AI. Oh, that's really, that's an interesting thought. Well, Sarah, is that what, uh, is it, did you have something you actually wanted to call in about? Yes, I, I wanted to, they mentioned that, that we had the West Side Murders, they, you know, they, we covered like 18 women's body and, and then, one of the women was pregnant, and they dug up 18 bodies. But they're also saying that there's more, eight more victim, victims that could be tied to this murder. Mm. And and then it's kind of, I mean, so I guess they have some clues that there's other eight women uh, missing that somehow is kind of similarly tied to it. I don't, I don't know how they. Is this in New Mexico? That. You said. Yeah, in New Mexico. Hmm. Yeah, on the west side. Um, yeah, they dug up the. Um, somebody found the bone, and it happened to be women's bone. And um, you know, I'm beginning to think that it could be. Um, yeah, I mean, like, um, like it could be a um, not just one person doing it. It could have been like a bunch of guys doing it like in like a party or something oh that's terrible you know because, yeah, um, it can be terrible um a lot of times they will um connect crimes before it's completely solved just by like similar practices like oh this guy used a unique type of knife and mm-hmm. we also noticed the same marks on these bodies that were found or I, I don't know like that maybe the other bodies weren't found so i don't know they can um match it based on like similar behaviors where the person type of person that went missing blah 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 so, I, I don't know. Um, that's pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting. And the uh, um, thing is, remember Ted Bundy? He always bit his victims, and then they, they uh, did yeah. his uh, bite. And all yeah. the people that he killed, he bit them. So, it was a, he, they made him do, um, like, a bite mark thing, and it was exactly the bite. So, that was kind of stupid, yeah. what he did. I know. I mean, he left his mark on everyone so they could track that he's the one that did it behind it. So I, I don't know what. So, but the eight other ones are kind of related, but they have to dig up the ground pretty much. I mean, I don't think it's like a one person job kind of a thing. Was it at a house where, could, where this body was found or like where? It was a, like a um, way on the west side, kind of like out of town, where they're building the new developments or something. Where people were walking around, but it's still not. Um, it's not like it, nothing's built on it. It's still a lot of uh, land out. Hmm. So somebody okay. was walking, and then they found a phone, 
and then it happened to be one of the women's bone, and they wind up digging around there, and they dug up 13 bodies. And a lot of these women were missing. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, there um it kind of creeps me out a little bit like the desert like how easy it is to just like go missing and or, or just like get disposed of out there like when yeah. i lived in utah maybe riley maybe you've heard of this there actually i just remember that the boy's name was riley so <laughs> when i lived in utah there was this huge thing happening because the town nearest to where i lived was called tuella and oh. these two teenagers named riley and breezy the girl was breezy but that was like her real name it was her nickname uh-huh they went missing and i even thought about like joining the search group because it was like ongoing for so long and they were searching like the desert near my house and stuff so i just never was able to get to do it because eventually they found out that um they were thrown into a old mine shaft that was like hundreds of oh feet under the gosh. ground and the thing was like they just slit their throat once and then threw them down there <gasps> yeah, so they're probably that, still like conscious yeah, it's just can, like why yeah it, that can happen it's that. really sad it's you had to have a really cold heart to want to kill somebody. Right. And these were like two teenagers. And it was so disgusting because it was like this meth head guy. Basically, these two teenagers were like kind of like dumb. They, and I'm not saying they were dumb. Sorry. That's so, so mean. I was just saying that they were kind of like not acting. Naive, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. naive. Not mm-hmm. doing the, the uh, very smart things because they wanted to smoke weed. They wanted to get high. So they went and hung out with this trashy lady. Yeah. And then her boyfriend came home. They were like in this trailer. And he was like... Um, I, I told you you weren't allowed to talk to this Riley guy because you're my woman. Even though he's like a teenager that was in a relationship and wasn't trying to get with this lady. And he tied mm. or taped them up and took them on a ride in his Jeep where they're in the back and then like took them out to this. Like it was kind of a famous mine. Like it was a mine that everybody in Eureka, um, Utah is mm. like, oh, let's go play around it when you're huh. a teenager or whatever. Okay, yeah. He took him out there and he one by one, like first did the boy, like slid his throat and threw him into the mine shaft and then did the girl. Yeah, that's really sad. That's really horrible. That was like so scary that I just like lost sleep over that. I was so bad. It was like very near where I lived. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny that when I was visiting Manhattan, I was around and then they told me that uh, when I was um, in that area, they told me that there was a small, uh, like a small town girl that came to visit New York. Mm-hmm. And then somebody talked them into going to an alley, and they just murdered her. Ugh. That was the end of it. Wow. Yeah, or her, because she wasn't born in the city. She was from a small town, and then they, she trusted whoever says, come on, I'm going to you know, walk with me over here. And then she, she was done. That's terrible. Um, thank you so much for the call, Sarah. 603-283-6160. You can call in on the last segment of Free Talk Live for tonight. Coming Hopefully up. we have a lighter note. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live, and you can change the subject anytime you want to. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February... Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. 
or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. USA News Update. The House Intelligence Committee has raised concerns about a significant national security risk reportedly linked to advancing Russian space technology. Ohio Republican Mike Turner said his committee has shared details about the threat with fellow members of Congress. He's urging President Biden to declassify the information to facilitate open discussions among Congress and allies regarding necessary response measures. Once again, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back out of a hospital. The Pentagon says Austin is in good condition following his admission to Walter Reed National Military Hospital Sunday for a bladder issue. Austin has taken back his duties now from Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks. The Northeast cleaning up after a nor'easter hit the region with heavy snow on Tuesday. At least one person in Pennsylvania was killed when his snowmobile hit a downed wire. Travel was snarled along the 95 corridor. John Schaefer, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Appreciate what we do. Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. that you control and 
6130 is the phone number you can call. That's 603-283-6160. And with you in the studio tonight, it's me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And you can bring up whatever is on your mind, but in the last segment, we were talking about um, this, what's it called, dating site that you can go to, but on your phone. So app, mm-hmm. Tinder, and other match dating apps are being sued by a class action lawsuit claiming that it's addict- designed to addict users, generating more profit for the company. And we have just already said that we think it's ridiculous. People just have no self-responsibility. They have no sense of that anymore. Right. And they have no sense of self-control, how to regulate their behavior. They just want to blame somebody else rather than take responsibility for their behavior. So who is suing? That's what I wanted to know, too. Oh, oh, it's right here. It's the next thing. Um, Oh, okay. It says Match Employees. So Match is the parent company that um, owns uh, Tinder. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until now either. That kind of makes sense to like rebrand a little bit for like the younger crowds. Mm -hmm. It says that Match Employees features to gamify the platforms to transform users into gamblers locked in a search for psychological rewards that Match makes elusive on purpose. Oh my goodness. That's what they're alleging, at least. It says, The six plaintiffs who live in California, Florida, Georgia, and New York called this inconsistent with Match's ad slogan that its apps are designed to be deleted. Ads are designed to puff things up and sell you an idea. That's what they're there for. It's puffery. It's not there to tell you a truth. It's there to sell you an idea. That's what they're there for. But if they claim one thing and do another, I guess that's where this lawsuit is coming from. But honestly, yeah. designed to be deleted, you can't really... I don't understand how you could legally argue that it's not. Like, it's it matches you with a person. It's like, it's your job from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's a certain level of, like, self-responsibility that comes in once, like, the relationship part... You know what I mean? Like, if someone's insufferable, they can't blame Match.com. You know what I mean? I'm insufferable. No one wants to date me. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's like, once these people meet me in person, they never want to go on a second date. This this must be... Tinder's fault. Yeah, this this is Tinder's fault. Like, no, you're just... I, I mean, whatever. Whatever the reason, but... The response from the company, they said, this lawsuit is ridiculous and has zero merit. Our business model is not based on advertising or engaging metrics. We actively strive to get people on dates every day and off our apps. Anyone who states anything else doesn't understand the purpose and mission of our entire industry. Well, there you have it. I just wanted to give their side. Basically, I think it's just so ridiculous. It's only six people. I didn't know six people can do a class action lawsuit. Apparently they can. And it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, class action usually like at least I don't I didn't know if there was a minimum, but you're right. Usually it's like hundreds, hundreds yeah. thousands. You know, that's what I was thinking when yeah. I read that. Uh, I, didn't I guess know. maybe it's just more than one. Yeah, I, I didn't really think about if if there's a minimum either. But my thought when I read class action was the same thing. Like hundreds of people are up in arms about this. Yeah, well, it doesn't sound like hundreds of people right now, but it could be. You never know. Oh, that's the thing. Like with a class action lawsuit, right? I guess it usually starts with a few people. Mm-hmm. And then if anyone else agrees, they can kind of jump they were in a on it. victim of Tinder as well. Yeah. 
Well, that's basically all uh, I have to say about that. It's um, just kind of a silly, ridiculous thing, and I thought it was a thing we could bring up for Valentine's Day. But, Nikki, you have a story about a judge who is resigning? Yep, so this is a story from the AP. An Oklahoma judge who sent more than 500 text messages during a murder trial resigns. You'd think a murder trial, that sounds pretty important that maybe he would, uh, yeah, he, he or she would want to pay, pay attention. More, oh, yeah, the, the judge would hopefully pay more attention to a murder trial. In Ian's case, we kept talking about how the judge looked like he was falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. He was literally wow. closing his eyes. Yeah. And wow. like leaning his head back. It's so weird. So, Oklahoma City, an Oklahoma judge agreed to step down Friday after she was caught sending hundreds of texts from the bench while overseeing a murder trial in the killing of a two-year-old boy, including messages that mocked prosecutors and were sprinkled with emojis. Oh my gosh, I didn't know if it was going to expose what the texts were. That's really weird. I wonder how they found out. Yeah, I wonder, like... Were they noticing that she was doing something on her phone and somebody got a like FOIA request? Because yeah. during um, one of our, um, I, I don't know, this person lives in New Hampshire named Footloose. One of his trials that Ian and I attended, there were multiple cops there that weren't supposed to be communicating because they were all, um, what is the word? Not They were all testifying. So oh. witnesses. Yeah. Okay. You're not supposed to like contact you be talking in the hallway and then all go testify yeah. so you have the story straight or something yeah and um he was saying he was pointing out that one of them was like on their phone texting and uh then another one picked up their phone i something like that and he was like i want to see what's on, what they're texting and the judge just kept being like move along mr footloose yeah. whatever his last name is yeah move along is like i mean he has a good point like yeah they're, they're supposed to be sequestered isn't that like and it's like no one else in the courtroom can have a cell phone. Well, in in New Hampshire, well, but not in um, federal. Yeah, in state court you yeah. can, oh, yeah, but not right, in yeah. federal court. Yeah. You, oh, the, really? The feds take your phone. They take your wallet. Vapes. From you. I think in most yeah. district courts too, they don't. I think I think it's like court by court. Because in, in New Massachusetts, Hampshire, all it's you can have your phone. Okay, all of them. Because um, yeah, in Massachusetts, some you can and some you can't. Yeah, I've heard that too. From and I don't, I don't think it's person. a state law either. I think they just they they like literally will just like put a piece of paper up and be like, put your phone in your because car. Technically, the judge even in New Hampshire can just say I'm not allowing phones. But I think that yeah. in New Hampshire, people have just like pushed back so much yeah. that they don't try to do stuff like that. Anytime I push back at all on something stupid they're trying to enforce on me in, in a court in New Hampshire, they usually fold. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably not worth it for them. Mm-hmm. But going back to the story, District Judge Tracy uh, Soderstrom also agreed to not seek judicial office again in Oklahoma huh. under a proposed settlement agree- agreement filed with the Oklahoma court on the judiciary. She had faced removal from the bench over accusations that included gross neglect of duty, oppression in office, lack of proper temperament, and failure to supervise her office. I wonder if that's all in regards to the text message thing, or if this is like part of a bigger case yeah like was she doing this all the time and the the text message thing was just like their clickbait title maybe hmm. i guess uh, we'll find out i promise to uphold the con- so this is a, a quote from tracy 
I promise to uphold the Constitution in a fair, even-handed, and efficient manner. Soderstrom said in resignation letter given to local media, I believe that I have done so. However, being human, I have also faltered. Oklahoma Supreme Court Chief Justice John Kane recommended uh, Soderstrom be removed following an investigation that uh, found she mocked prosecutors, laughed at the bailiff's comment about a prosecutor's genitals. What? Pra- I'm, and I'm wondering... What kind of courthouse so, is this? Yeah, yeah, was that part of the trial or was this just <laughs> a, in a private conversation? Oh yeah, maybe the bailiff texted her about yeah. the prosecutor's genitals. Yeah, because oh, wow. I'm like, that'd be weird if they just said that in court. Yeah, That would be a heck? little weird, yeah. So she also praised the defense attorney and called the prosecutor's key witness a liar during the murder trial of Christian Tyler Martzell. I mean, like, it could be true, it could be the case, but it's like you're supposed to be the... feels biased, right? right? You're supposed to be, like, the voice of reason. And I feel like it's worse that it's a murder trial for a two-year-old. It's like, like in Ian's case, I would like to think that the judge was maybe, like, texting, making fun of the uh, the prosecution. Yeah. Because I definitely would have been, but... um, He definitely wasn't. He sucked. (laughs) Yeah, but in in a murder trial for, like, a baby, you're like... Ooh, that's kind of weird that, you know, I, I don't know, whatever. And, and like, like you kind of said, it could have been warranted, like she could be right, but still kind of, you know, like pay attention, you know, like you're, you're at work. <laughs> so security video, pu- oh, okay. So security video published by the Oklahoman showed Sauter some texting or messaging for minutes at a time during jury selection, opening statements and testimony during the trial in Chandler, about 45 minutes outside of Oklahoma City. Sauterstrom, who took office last year, voluntarily suspended herself in October. The judge's text during Martzell's trial on a charge of killing his girlfriend's two-year-old son, including saying the prosecutor was sweating through his coat, according to Kane's petition. Hmm. The text describes the defense attorney as awesome and asked, can I clap for her during the defense attorney's opening arguments? She obviously already had her mind made up. Yeah, absolutely. It sure sounds like it. Yeah, which in a murder trial, I mean, like, that's pretty serious. Like, you need... like Was she there? Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. It's like, you need to be, like, paying attention to to what's going on here. I mean, like, and that's, that's the ridiculous. thing, too, is that we also hope that a so-called judge has some objectivity in the whole case uh, rather than... Yeah, you'd hope. Biases, yeah. Right. Um, so she asked, uh, she called d- the defense attorney awesome, asked if she could clap for her during the defense attorney's opening arguments. In all, Soderstrom, Soderstrom sent more than 500 texts to her bailiff. So these were all going to the bailiff, who was also present. So so it wasn't, she was texting someone who was in the room. Hmm. Was the bailiff also texting? If there was 500 text messages, I'm assuming so. That'd be so weird because if you're in that room watching and like clearly yeah. she's like texting for minutes at a time and then like the bailiff is like smiling and replying. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it become obvious? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. I mean, I've done something similar, not really at work, but um, like texted somebody that was in the same room in a situation where we were supposed to be quiet. Mm. Uh, not fi- 500 is a lot. 
Yeah. That's a lot to go back and forth. And every time I've ever had to do that, where it's like, you have to be like, you know, like, don't make it obvious, but I'm going to text. And uh, hopefully the person I'm talking about who's in the room won't notice. Anytime you do that, yeah. it's like real risky. Yeah. Like you feel like, don't get caught. But this lady like, doesn't like, care. It feels um, like passing a note in class, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> like that's, this is like the modern day version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Soderstrom also texted a laughing emoji icon to the bailiff who had made a crass and demeaning reference to the prosecuting attorney's genitals, Kane wrote. Huh. Martzal was eventually convicted of second degree manslaughter and was sentenced to time served. So apparently, Whoa. even though she thought that the uh, the defense attorney was so awesome, apparently the jury wasn't sold. So, but he was sentenced to time served for the murder of a two year old. So, like, how much time did he serve? Because, like, that's a pretty freaking big deal. So maybe so apparently, she was biased. She she was the one yeah. that gave the sentence, right? Yeah, I should. I would assume so. Yeah, maybe she was just like, yeah, time so, served. Because- so the jury was like, yeah, this guy's a murderer, and she was like, yeah, time served is probably a sufficient. That's, That's crazy. crazy. I wonder if the like uh, result is getting overturned, considering all of this happening. Maybe, but that would be crazy to like if somebody was found innocent to like un or well, he wasn't found innocent, but he to like revoke his sentence and then instill a harsher one. I mean, if I was, I would be really, really upset if, if this was the result of, like, if this was a a case about my kid and this came out that the judge was texting and being inappropriate, laughing. I mean, to even like laugh about anything during a murder trial of a two year old is like pretty sickening. Mm -hmm. So, but that's it. I wish there was more about. So, oh, so I guess they did. I was going to say I wish there was more about how they found out she was texting, but I guess it was caught on camera. Someone must have looked at the cameras, made a fuss about it, hmm. and then they must have gotten access to her phone somehow. Yeah. I'm sure, like, in her paperwork, signing up to be a judge and all of, like, their oaths and stuff, that must be, um, like, they must be allowed, like, if they, she would have to give it over provide her phone yeah because interesting i like, think in most circumstances you wouldn't have to do that but um but she's a judge so yeah maybe she's like already agreed to let that happen well um we have a caller on the line david in new mexico david what's on your mind lots of stuff bonnie it's crazy and weird like what um well, like lots of stuff i just told you it's crazy and weird but um what things yeah. oh well now i forgot <laughs> um Let's see. Oh, it was, uh, you're talking about the uh, internet psychology stuff. But first of all, I got to pick on Nikki. So you, you were, what, what's this mail bashing you were doing, Nikki? I don't think I was. Why? When? Because uh, well, you were talking about the uh, dudes going to the bar to compulsively pick up chicks or something like that. How is that mail yeah, bashing? Yeah, that was just my example. Yeah, it was an example. <laughs> I could mail bash better if you want. <laughs> yeah, do it. Bring it. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Not. I, now you're putting me on the spot. They're all soy. Making me all nervous. Boys. <laughs> yeah. They're all what? Soy boys. Soy boys, yes, they are. Just but But the, if, a, if a dude goes to a bar to pick up a chick because he wants to pick up a chick, doesn't there have to be a willing chick in there to be picked up? Uh, yeah, and I think it could actually go both ways. Let's, yeah, so I, I want, uh, you know, for, for equality purposes, women can also go to bars and compulsively pick up men. So it does go both ways. Yeah. 
Do that, ladies. Yep. More I allow. That. I'll more, allow it. More of that, ladies. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So the the psychology aspect of what you're talking about the, about the uh, the internet that lawsuit of uh, whatever it was match or who whatever it was doesn't matter. Actually, I think that's a broader issue. I think they're getting sued for for something that the whole internet is doing uh, even worse than what the what match is doing. And for, here's a four in, Well, here's two four instances. See if you guys have have noticed this. Like uh, you take all of your your tier one apps, you know, whether it's Instagram or, or um, uh, Instagram and YouTube are good examples. Like you're looking at something for whatever reason, you opened up the app and you're looking at whatever on YouTube or Instagram. And then um, you, you, you went there to look, you know, for a reason, but you're bombarded um, in a million different ways, most of them, people, most people don't even recognize what they are. They slide things in front of you that you weren't looking for, and you don't really want to spend your time looking at. But it's like you know, it's like uh, cocaine or candy or whatever uh, in front of you. Uh, uh, and what you were saying is, yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, selling technique. I won't say it's a good business technique, but it's a good sales technique however so is subliminal advertising like for instance on television do you do you agree that uh you know in a movie or in a television they should be able to slide in one frame out of every 24 or 30 frames that says uh you know kill yourself for instance yeah i mean you think that's a, you think that's okay i don't think it's okay as in morally i think they should be allowed to do it and people should choose more wisely what they let their kids watch and what they consume well, wait, themselves wait, wait, wait a minute wait a minute the now the example i gave you don't know it's there your subconscious may pick it up but your conscious doesn't even know it's well, listen, there that's not even enough to actually program you like i'm i know that that's not because People you were, you were part have of MK Ultra? Research confession, Bonnie. People have researched. Yeah, actually, I I am. I'm I'm a Fed sent to destroy Free Talk Live, but that's I don't even know about it. Were doing in, that's what you were doing in Tuella, wasn't it, Bonnie? <laughs> no, on on the top secret military base. Actually, that's where they uh, programmed. See, me. I finally got it. I finally got it out of her. I, I've been <laughs> I've suspected suspected it for years. Oh my gosh. How many no, years, no. David? How many years have you suspected this? Uh, seven and a half. What the heck? <laughs> Before I moved here? Well, the thing about it, David, that I'd have to argue is that it's a lot harder to program your subconscious than that. Um, and people do research on this, and I'm actually really fascinated with the topic. Um, one of the books I'm listening to right now is called The Honeymoon Effect by Bruce Lipton. And he talks about, you know, that, when you're that's a, kid. a urinary tract of infection, right? Urinary tract infection, the honeymoon effect. Um, no. I've never heard that. Um, no. Oh, I Hopefully see what you're not. saying. Nikki, Nikki has, Nikki has, Nikki has asked Nikki. Has what? A honeymoon? Huh? Has been on a honeymoon? The honeymoon effect. Yeah, a UTI, the honeymoon effect. I don't think... I've never heard of that, but. I've never heard it called honeymoon, that either. Honeymoon, I usually hear it called society. like, oh, your honeymoon, husband comes back from Iraq just... thing. What about Iraq? Like, if your husband comes back from Iraq, it's always a joke, like, that the wife's going to get a UTI, which is really gross. I, that's the only Wait time I've ever heard that. If the husband comes back from whose Iraq? Oh, sorry. Iraq or Afghanistan? Maybe you're joking. I don't know. I'm joking, yes. I figured that out mid-talking. <laughs> but, so... <laughs> Basically, people study this. They talk about how when you're a kid, like you can't help it, you get programmed to certain um, behaviors. And if you want to retrain yourself, you can't just say with your conscious mind, you know what, I want to change this behavior in myself. You got to get deep into your subconscious mind and it takes work and it takes 
it's a lot different than just memorizing something with your conscious mind. So I just don't okay, think so a one screen kill yourself thing is going to actually make people kill themselves. Well, we didn't say one one frame out of 30 one time in your life. This is, we're talking about, let's say you watch a particular television program uh, once, once a week, every week for several years. And throughout the entirety of that hour or half hour program, every, you know, once every second, that's imperceptible. A message is imperceptibly flashed to your subconscious. I don't think that it's possible for them to do it so imperceptibly that like Googling about this wouldn't like pop up. Like people be like freaking out if one of the more popular Netflix series or something had one frame that said kill yourself because they find everything in these things like um, okay. Easter eggs let's, and all that. Let's go, let's go back a second. We're talking about we were. Ta- I, I introduced it as a hypothetical just just to see if you agreed with the with the concept or not whether or the uh, whether it's right or wrong to do that. It wasn't a, uh, a science question as to whether you can do it or not. It was a an ethics morals question as to uh, whether you should do it or it should be allowed. Uh, if it was uh, effective. Okay, so should as in, do I think it's a good thing to do to put a subliminal message that says kill yourself? No, but if you want to put in a subliminal message that says like, buy my product, that's totally moral. And the other thing about it is I don't think it's moral to disallow people from being able to put whatever they want into their art, including kill yourself. What what if if your product is cyanide flavored uh, uh, iced tea? So it's the same thing as asking me if it's okay to put kill yourself honestly i think it's like the same question right and well, i'm trying i'm trying to ask questions or whatever present so that we get to uh the i already the stripped issue. it down like you're you're actually just asking me the same thing over and over again like i already stripped it down like yes it would be un it would be uh not a good thing it to would be do unethical to do but it shouldn't be made illegal because yeah. two wrongs don't make a right People need to be just um, aware that what they're watching and what what's contained in it. They just need to be aware of that. Like, and if you don't care, but, but the point is, the point is, they're not aware. They're, you're, 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 if you're doing it, you're slipping it by somebody. You're you're getting a benefit uh, from something from doing something that somebody else is not aware of, and it's damaging that person. How about that analogy? But you don't understand the internet like you would be found do out don't if you were... what, do, what don't i understand about the internet Bonnie? are you on twitter uh yeah well then if you have any kind of fandom that you are interested in like start looking them up on twitter i can't believe the things that people figure out pick up on and know about lana del rey because the algorithm has just been like pushing me nothing but lana del rey recently and i thought i was a mega fan there are people that know every single detail about her entire life like people don't miss out on this stuff nobody would even have a one screen message in a video or one frame one frame yeah sorry i meant to say um message in a video that didn't get picked up on with the internet like now now instead of just twitter like 4chan and discord and all that other stuff like i think that it's up to the people to realize what their entertainment is coming from and consume wisely that's all Right, and but that's still in conflict with the scenario that I presented. No, it's not because um, I just told you it's yeah, not going to be hard no, to find. You're yes just trying is, to make a situation. You. Yeah, yes, it is, Bond, because I just told you. Okay, well, have a good night, David, because you're not making any sense. Like, uh, it's just not possible that the internet wouldn't find out if there was a screen that said "kill yourself" on a video. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's talking about it. Today's internet world—they're going to find stuff. They're going to find anything. 
anywhere very easily there. I don't really understand the need yeah. to like make there be some kind of situation where it's really not the customer's fault. It's the big bad bad guy wants to hurt them. It's yeah. like that's not happening out there. Just like be more, you know, I'm not saying this is really David's problem, but a lot of people need to be more self-responsible for their actions and what they're consuming and not just blame everything on the big bad rich people. Uh-huh. It's Free Talk Live. You can find more at freetalklive.com. Thanks for listening. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> 